Hello, Connor. I'm so happy that 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 you went to my family's restaurant. Made me so happy. I'll be I'll be going there again. Well, that's good. This time, this time you tell them that Janaid is my very good friend, and he told me to come in, so I'm here. I'll tell him Janaid sent me. Yeah. Yeah, it's like since then I've been kind of like craving the pizza, <laughs> which is weird because we all kind of felt there wasn't enough sauce, like it could have had more sauce. Yeah. But I still want the chicken. <laughs> it's such a good fucking Dude, you tell them that. You tell them you want more sauce, they'll put more sauce on you. Because that Sweet. sauce, um, it's kind of spicy than normal. So we don't put that much on on the chicken tikka one because the tikka is spicy too. Mm-hmm. So when we see like a white guy ordering it, we're like, okay, let's just do it, chill on the sauce. But yeah, if you want more sauce, we'll they'll even throw in sauce for you. Like here, take this awesome. sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I I hope you get to meet my dad. Yeah, I started. So. Yeah, start yours. Start yours. Okay. Okay, we're all started. Um. For those unaware, we're still unofficially sponsored by. Um. By the the great pizza place I went to. Okay. Uh, no, no, we're not. Just kidding. They're really good, though. Yeah. No, I definitely recommend them. Um, uh, that's not enough. He's supposed to have numbers. It's supposed to be that, and then like a pound sign and four numbers. Hey guys, welcome to the Prepared for Nothing podcast, where we are not even prepared for our intro yet, as we're adding a member. Yeah, we're we're trying to bring in a guest and they didn't they didn't give us the full Discord username. That's the other thing. We should probably move to the other channel. Oh, to just the talking to the other yeah, let's change channels actually, Janine. Just the talking to the other one to the other one. Okay. <clears throat> I just wanna make sure. Check. Okay, so it's yep, X. I got you. All right, give me one oh, sec. I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> yeah. Where is that? Uh, Actually, do you want me to just send it in the Discord? No. Could I said, do you want me to just add him? Can I do that? Actually, yeah. You just yeah, add him as a friend. Yeah, we can just send him an invite, and he invite. just needs to click on it. Do I just need to send the invite, or do I need to add him to the server first? Uh, I'm gonna. The whole server, or just that one channel that we're on. No, send them to I the just... whole server, and then I'll give them the permissions to join this channel. Okay. I'll just label him a a goon or something. Wait. Right. Right. Well, How I do I get do him? it by looking up his? Uh, I just I just sent him an invite. Who's sending him an invite? Who are you talking to? Connor, not you. Give me one sec.
Hakasan. Okay. Omnia. Okay, yeah. Omnia. All right. I'm just trying to. I, I'm. I'm looking at. So, capital X. Alright, so, well, they're still doing that. We're going to try and... I think it's lowercase. Okay, hold on, okay, hold on, hold on. I won't read your whole thing because I forgot. What did he do, man? Did he, he rewrote it in English, right? Yeah, it's just, I guess it's being case sensitive. No, it is case sensitive. I probably, yep, 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 yep. It just capitalized the first letter of your text. So, okay. um, I just sent you a friend request, Haas. Once we send you the request, we can get you answered. Yep, I got it. There you go. And then now you're here, then do I go... Ooh. Go back I mean, to the I server. I clicked X on it. Clicked X on it? Yeah. <laughs> like you unfriended him? I don't know. I went there because I thought it was add and then direct message, and then I went with... X. Oh, okay. Um, he's still a friend. You just yeah. deleted the direct message you had with him. So go back to the server. Server. Um, there. The little drop-down arrow. Drop-down arrow. And go invite people. People. And then click on yeah. him. Invite. Invite. Okay, you should receive that invite. You'll get a yeah. invite here soon. Uh, I just yep, there he is. And I'm gonna. Where is. Rolls. Howdy. Make Connor. That's my brother's name, so I'm, I'm already a fan. <laughs> All right, he's a goon, so he can join our voice chat now. You should be able to join the voice chat, so I'll get off this from you, Haas. All right. Let me know if you have any trouble. Hey, just uh, he knows what to click on, right? I'd hope so. Yeah, he he's familiar with Discord. Good. Okay, cool. He seemed like he was responding to everything. Yeah. <clears throat> so once he joins, he's in. Yeah. Well, guys, um, oh, he's here. he's here, there we go, big all right, I think we're in, he's here, yeah, here, yeah, here, we, we got in. him in, it took us about seven minutes of, <laughs> it's okay, guys, um, welcome to the Prepared for Nothing podcast, where we can't even get our guest in for seven minutes, and we're starting late, so let's go, we're quick, prepared for nothing, let's go, I'm getting just a little bit of echo on your end. Am I echoing to you guys? No. No, it might be in part because we were both in the same room with mics. Justin's mic does that. You just have to accept it and move forward. I, I, I love hearing uh hearing Justin's voice twice, so it's all good. Oh, I Yeah, as long as it's not it. three times. <laughs> it does a beautiful break if we forget to put Janaid on um the on problem a is if I try and talk quieter, I have to get real close to the mic, and then it's all <laughs> over the place whether I'm loud or quiet. Yeah. Honestly, it just sounds like what a end he's echoing ASMR on video. Lower the the audio. The irony too in all of this is the little uh like little Instagram post I put up before we even started was a picture of me and my mic, and I captioned it "Stop yelling in the mic." <laughs> I think we already <laughs> talked about. <laughs> Oh, Haas, how are you doing, bud? Doing pretty good. Just cooking up some curry for the week. God Trying to get my ass t- together. We were talking about some tikka masala pizza. For honest to God, I am... Minutes, to be honest with you. Yeah, so. I am being pushed really? towards the point of ordering Middle Eastern food of some sort right now. Yeah, Connor's just... I would say do it. Menus. I've just been drooling over my screen while they've been coming up with topics. <laughs> And then Janae you know keeps what? giving me more Soon. menus to drool over. <laughs> yeah, Janae's got you know all, the, all the hooks. Soon, soon, soon you'll be asking me to order you a Middle Eastern wife. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I have, a, I have a question for you. What's going on? Um, actually... I'm going to save that one for later because I need to send you a link. So that was a total stumble there. More prepared. Um, 
So I wanted to talk with you real quick about this just because you take I've been hearing uh, that emo scene is like coming back real hard with young Gen Z kids. Oh yeah. Like going back to like old my cam days and like Oh dude, Hot Topic is reselling all that same shit. They really are, right? Yeah. I believe it. So I got a young niece who's in high school, she might even be listening now, and she's just been like posting all of these Hollywood undead pictures. And like posting all these songs. And all I can think is like, holy crap, today it was the fucking, um, God, I can't remember the one song caused the one that's just like the whole about sucking your dick song, um, from the first album, like the most crude one. And all I can think is like, holy fuck, I think she's 15. Uh, you mean number was, five? What's that? Number five? Yeah. And there were just a couple different ones and like, dude, it was just cracking me up because she started talking about like hearing this story of this horrid concert outfit I wore. And we were just reminiscing about the, uh, the days of spiked hair at the concert. I used to have like five inch long hair that I'd spike and wear cringy, like black tank tops and like right all over myself. And they used to have this line in one of their songs that was like something about putting, like put up your hands and throw the H you up. So I tried to preemptively write H-U on my hands, but I did it looking down at what it would be for the orientation. So when I did it, like putting them up how I did it, it said U-H. And everyone was like... So, so we had to throw up these cat paws to do the H-U. Them, like crooked, crooked, like doing the cross arms. Oh my goodness. Has she, has she seen pictures of you at that concert? You should, you should send those to your knees. I don't even know where I'd find one. I think those might have even been MySpace days. Oh, snap. Yeah, when they lost all of their pictures, which kind of makes me happy. You can't even get back in to, like, find them. <laughs> There's probably so many people so glad they don't have, like, their... Because there was a trend on MySpace, wasn't there, to do, like, the Chinese eyes? Oh, there was all kinds of yeah. Ones, dude. There's probably so many, like, racial stuff that... <laughs> A lot of people just got saved from because MySpace shit the bed on their archives. I'm pretty sure my profile picture for the longest time was me in a Lost Prophets shirt with an Avenged Sevenfold headband. And Lost Prophets, like, I don't know if you guys know about them, but, like, you can't talk about them anymore. You can't be a fan. Lead singer was busted with, like, insane, insane amounts of child pornography. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Oh, the classic. Yeah, oh, so I'm no. really happy that internet, like, that picture of me does not exist anymore. That actually reminds me that I saw an article about MySpace Tom the other day that I thought was fascinating. And it was pretty much just like, dude, MySpace Tom had it right. He, like, yeah. is chilling so hard around the world, isn't, de- like, in congressional hearings, you know, like, Zuckerberg so- and... Sold MySpace, invested in Facebook. $580 million. Did you realize yeah. that's how much you made off of it? Yeah. Guess how much it sold the second time? No. Just take a 200. guess. 200. Lower. $6 million. $38 million. 38? That's bullshit. It's nothing anymore. Yeah, it was worth it was worth nothing. <laughs> Dude, Tom, Tom, Tom got it bit, got it right. Well, they also had, I think, a big lot of like music licenses because they owned a lot of that music that was put up on there. So I think they were making, like, at the time he sold it, it was a lot of money, mm-hmm. and, like the actual music of it. Um, okay, so we had a note in like I keep a big file here with just topic ideas, Haas. And I was scrolling through them before, and I found one that I could not resist not talking about with you. Um, do, you do, do you remember a good old friend of ours on the lacrosse team? I won't name names, but uh, who would, used to just love to pull pranks with people uh, in oh, yeah. hotel rooms. You know exactly who I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. Specifically one summer in Florida. <laughs> Was it? Was it? Did it involve a pizza delivery? Oh my gosh! Okay, so what? The top first topic on here is sausage pizza. <laughs> oh my god! Legit was pulling the like super cringy ordered a pizza. I think he didn't even order one. I think he went and, like found a pizza that was just like somebody left outside their door. So like, There's no pizza in the box. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> 
definitely a dick in the box. And then my other favorite one, fucking, he hit us that same day. He was doing the sausage pizza. It was like the fucking, when he was hitting the Mario ass coins. He would come in with like his ass out or something and just like in the room or something. Run into a wall. Be all weird and start fucking with your stuff. And then as soon as you would like walk over or throw something at him, he would like open his butt cheeks and coins would fall to the ground. And he would just be like, it's me, Mario. They'd just sprint out of your room. Oh my goodness. I, I, I have to say, while we're talking about lacrosse trips, though, because Janae's on the line, that um, it, it was it was really uh, qu- quite a quite a special experience for my little brother to to get picked to room with you guys after after we made it very clear that a Haas wanted to wanted to room with Janae and Tilly, and and our coach was like trying to be funny. He's like, "Oh, you want a Haas? Like, not Alex Haas. You want a Haas with you?" Let's send in little brother, little brother Haas. <laughs> and, uh... He got tortured that, that year too. There was a story me and Janaid actually almost talked about, but we decided maybe not not a good even uh, podcast topic one. Some of those stories of those days. Hey, um, side topic, Justin. Should we talk about that one thing that we took to Colorado and Connor was our roommate and. Uh... We brought it along with us, and we were trying to do something with it. Found like a church parking lot next to the hotel. You remember what I'm talking about? I specifically do. Um, <laughs> I mean, do I you want to no talk problem. about that or not? Really? I mean, it just mean as anybody can assume it was maybe some some illicit substances. Yes, we did. We brought that along with us. And we told Connor Oz, you tell anybody, we're killing you. (laughs) (laughs) You cover our back. He was the roommate for us, and we were like, all right, dude, you can't snitch. You got to cover our back. If coach comes looking for us, you got to just give a good excuse, tell him where we're at, and give us a call. Like, you got to get us off the hook. Like, your brother will help us beat you up. (laughs) 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 Would you have participated if he snitched on us? In beating him up? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I was I was a lot meaner back then. Maybe maybe uh, sophomore year Alex would. I can. He and I are so close now. I can't imagine doing that right now. But probably back in the day, living in the throw, throw ass. a few arm punches. <laughs> Do you still have a scar from when I stabbed you in the arm with a plastic fork? Because was that me or? Or Janaid. Oh, that was me. It was. Your left arm because you kept stealing the cheese off my bagel, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sure it's buried down there somewhere. Underneath my, my burn my self inflicted burn scars. Good. Hey, we asked a question a couple weeks ago that I wanna throw out to some people every once in a while. If you had to fight third graders in like a battlefield, how many of them do you think you could take at once? I don't think I could handle more than two or three, if I'm being two honest. Two or three? If they were really trying to get at me. Dog, I was fucking hanging out with some family the other day. One of them was in second grade, and I was like, oh, I could definitely, if you were a year older, still lock you know, 20 plus of these little fuckers out. 20 <laughs> plus? Yeah, dude, that's the wimpiest answer I've heard so far. You you could you could morally beat up on a on a third grader though. It, 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 we kind of we kind of played it with like the question of like the morality aside and just like in terms of like if you had to, you know what I mean? Don't think of it as third graders, think of it as like third grader strength and sized adults. legions, yeah. Like a group of Spartans that are about the size and power of third graders. I mean, they're running at you and you could just, you didn't have any morals about just like throwing a Sparta kick right to the chest on like two or three of them right off the bat. So yeah, I feel like if they, if they were like Sparta third graders, I don't think they would quit. No, like, no I think it's they an would average be even selection more... of random third graders. Oh, average selection. Teams. 
So there's going to be just like a couple of kids who can't run very well. There might be like one or two athlete kids. It's like it's like a third grade class standard public school. Maybe, maybe I'll go up to five then. Five. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very passive these days. I can't I can't imagine I lie, huh? beating I up told, on third graders. <laughs> I told my wife about that conversation and I showed it to her. And she just was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I was like, why? She's like, you would not have any ability to look a third grader in the face and punch him. I was like, I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> there's some third graders out there. See, the beauty is that in my situation, I don't even have to look at them. Yeah, Connor's gigantic. I can just start running and kicking. <laughs> I was thinking. I was like, they start, my wife's like, what happened when they start climbing up all over you? Then you just like power slam on some and that's like two or three that you might they might just not even be able to breathe for a couple minutes yeah. after you know what i mean well there's a, a yeah you have to get creative with the tactics like you yeah. could use one as a weapon to hit the other i you know what though i thought that until i was doing that with like my second grade niece the at yesterday and i was like just spinning around playing that game and i was like this isn't an efficient tactic i got like two spins they weren't very quick you know they'd be like they're not very. They're not very good weapons. Yeah. The um, there's a question I used to drop. See, when I would, uh, you probably grabbed people. her by her arms. You're right. Yeah. But uh, you got to grab her by the legs. That same question applies when um, whenever we just meet someone that's kind of low on the uh, the IQ spectrum. Um, but it's just this this common reasonality question yeah. of who would win in a fight, a Larger than average toddler or a construction crane. And the amount of like, mm-hmm. yeah, the amount of creative responses you'll get out of it is always so much fun because usually like the high person will either run into like the different conclusions of, you know, is anyone operating the crane? Does the toddler have to take them out, or is the crane even turned on kind of deal? And then the other concepts of that, the crane wins because eventually over time, the toddler will starve and die, but the crane will last for centuries. And the best part is there are people that aren't even inebriated that can't get past the concept of, well, how large of a toddler? And you just keep telling them a little larger than average, and that stumps them. They can't give you an answer. There's been about three people I've asked this to that haven't been able to give me an answer because I won't give them a definitive size of the toddler. Maybe that's why I'm able to have this conversation, and some people aren't. They just get so hung up on the small details that I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, you know, I guess I could probably think 30. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get hung up on the barrier. I'm definitely all right. In this scenario, I've already committed to fighting third graders. I'm in a field with them, you know, me versus them. Hans, who's the greatest white athlete of all time? Greatest white athletes. Yeah. Larry Bird. See, and I was I was gonna go for John Stockton. You got weak. You got weak hometown bias. No, see, John Stockton is a wonderful team player, and he has a lot of IQ on the game. But Larry Bird, as like a singular athlete, he could make or break a team. Well, who yeah. who said anything about Tom Brady? Then that's dude. That's what I was. Okay, you're right. He is. Fuck. I just was thinking about it the other day. I was listening to this this thing, and I just kept hearing this white guy on a phone call just being like, well, what about Larry Bird? What about Larry Bird? <laughs> it's just like my favorite old white guy argument for when there's, like, no good white athletes. The answer is always just... What about Larry Bird? What about Larry it's Bird? It's like, leave, leave Larry Bird alone. He's in a walker now. <laughs> right? Like, what did Larry Bird ever do? <laughs> oh boy. Um, Oz, are you really, really excited for the Logan Paul, uh, Floyd Mayweather fight? It honestly wasn't on my radar. Tell me more about it. Did you really? Should like... I be excited about it? 
is this a do you think i'm trolling you or do you, do you know this is a real thing i mean i'm assuming because you're telling me it's real but am i being trolled right now no yeah. we Those have already trolled. ordered you a it's gotcha hat hat it's logan this time logan. jake was the last one okay jake's the better fighter i think but I'm still not over the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. What's that? I thought only one of them was fighting. No, he is. It's Logan. Logan's the fighter? They both fight. They both fight now? Yes, they both fight now. I thought only one of the brothers was Both of them are fighting now. Logan's only had one fight, and it was against KSI, the Twitch streamer, and KSI knocked him out. Okay. And so he thinks he's going to not be able to beat a Twitch streamer, but that he can step in and box Floyd Mayweather. See, I thought it was Jake that was going Jake against him. Jake has been doing... Like, phenomenal. He Yeah, he's slept two people so far. He knocked Nate Robinson. Remember Nate Robinson, who, like, could dunk as a real little dude, Oz? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He fought him, fought him and knocked him out in the first round. And then he fought Ben Askren, like a retired fat UFC fighter, in a boxing match, not a UFC fight, for right. a boxing match. And he knocked him out in the first round, too. And somehow now the older brother, Logan, is fucking fighting Floyd Mayweather, which is How the just, hell does that work? It's, it's like in boxing, they do these exhibition fights. Yeah. But usually you want to have, like, an actual fight present, not just... Do you want to know why? It's because they get the pay-per-view. Well, I know they get the pay-per-view, but they would have gotten the pay-per-view if they put Jake in, and it would still be entertaining. Jake just fought. Jake's a better fighter. Mayweather wants to fight Jake after. He wants to get the bag twice. Oh, I see. Why I not see. do that? Why not knock out the older brother first? Knock out the older brother, and then the younger brother Get the brother younger brother, brother who gets talking. He's got to come in and do... Dude, the last... Low, the Jake-Paul fight against Ben Askren was the third most highest pay-per-view fight um, of all time. Yeah. Well, only behind only behind Mayweather's uh Mayweather and McGregor and Mayweather and Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. And then it's two so he's like, "Oh, I can cash the bag in on two more." And what is Floyd's name? He's Floyd Money Mayweather, baby. Like he knows he can get in there. He's I don't even think he'll money. just knock him out. I thought so, and then I was like, I mean, I I got kind of punked the other night because they did this big fight promo. I don't know if I should I, mean, I was talking to Janae about it the other night. But there was this big, big fight promo they did, and it was like I said, it's Logan Paul who's fighting him. At one point, Floyd's walking by, and Jake Paul runs up on him. He's like, if you think you're so fight tough and you can fight us both, like fight us both in the same night. And Floyd's like, nah, fuck you. And they're bantering back and forth. And Jake Paul grabs his hat off his head mm-hmm. and just yells, I got your hat, and then just like takes off. And Floyd and his like bodyguard crew chase him down it turns into a big brawl the last like two minutes a couple people come out pretty bloody it looked like it went pretty bad and i saw that whole scuffle and i called janae almost immediately that night and was like yo these paul boys are gonna get knocked the fuck out i thought floyd was gonna get in the ring and dance with them for a little bit and mm-hmm. just kind of like have some fun play around but he's just gonna go for it or he's gonna come out and like i i kind of predicted that night like he might let Logan miss one left hand and just like go for a one punch. He'll he'll drill, he'll drill him in the face and be like, "I got your face, I got your face, bitch." <laughs> but I don't you know, know Jake because... Paul is actually selling gotcha hat hats. Really? Yeah. God. So the worst part about this is like, okay, so I There's watched the video again and I'm like, okay, I can't see anybody really fighting in the scuffles. I can't see anyone. It looks like it, but like. There's hundreds of dudes there with cameras because it's promotional. Mm-hmm. And it just seems to be that every camera like isn't held up high enough to see over the couple bodyguards it yeah. was actually going on in there. Or they're just like running. They can't see the face anything. makeup guy. They can't <laughs> see what's actually going on. And like well, the next day I saw some other comments on it and I started to think like I think this was totally staged. Oh, or maybe man. not staged, like it was not nearly as gnarly as Imagine if the UFC mm. becomes like the next WWE of just like controlled, staged mentality. Yeah. yeah, it might be. I don't know. This, bo- I mean, I think the promo for this one was because I definitely don't think anyone really got punched, anyone got hit or anything. Yeah. But now it almost suckered me into being like, oh, I wasn't about to watch this fight. And now I was like, damn, if, he's, if I think Floyd might one punch this YouTube kid, like I might now. Have you seen uh, the guy that pirates stuff on Twitch of UFC fights? Yeah, they're going after him. Yeah. 
They're getting fined a lot of money. I know, but it was so good how he did it, too. <laughs> Just pretends like he's playing the yeah, characters. Yeah, he, like, puts himself in with a controller and pretends he's playing yeah, the so UFC he just match. Yeah. It and pretends he's playing the character, but he's streaming the UFC fight. Oh, wow. Yeah. I bet they did not like that. No, the UFC is coming after a lot of the streamers right now, too. And Triller, the people who've been fighting, hosting these Jake Paul fights, um, are also going a lot after people they're actually going trailers after going after like the h3 podcast and video guys because they played a clip even without sound for like 12 seconds on one of their podcasts oh, yeah. and now they're getting going after them for, for six second rule yeah and it wasn't it's on some other it's on not on the copyright something it's on some weird other thing um like a streaming like a pay-per-view law or something but i don't really get it they don't know but the other weird thing about these fights is this trailer platform that's hosting them is also Jake Paul is like a part owner of it. Hmm. So any fight he fights in, he gets like at least half the fight mm-hmm. in terms of like what the fighter's cut is. And then once the like app who hosts it gets their cut, he gets a cut of that Yeah, too. So they're just going to all make so much money off this stupid fight. They put a bunch of shitty concerts on them that nobody wants to listen to. <laughs> Larry Sounds like Justin, the promo would, worked. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, would would you fight Floyd Mayweather for a couple million? Like just right? to get in the ring. Yeah, would um, you fight Floyd Money Mayweather for a couple million? Could I talk to him first? <laughs> what are you gonna talk to him? Don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, dog, like I won't even swing at you once if you just like don't fuck me up too bad, and I'll pretend to be knocked out, like, real fast. I can, we can go the distance if you want. You can one-punch me. I'll fall. I'll do whatever, but, like, just harm me. But he wouldn't fight me for any millions of dollars. It's the only reason these Jake Paul boys are getting any fights, and, like, that's a part of the reason a lot of fighters are getting real mad. Mm-hmm. It's because, like, there's a lot of people that would kill to fight Floyd Mayweather right now, but, nope, he's choosing to go fight these little YouTube boys. Yeah, it's because it makes the most money. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the other thing, too, is that um, a lot of people brought up, at least early on with the Jake Paul fights, is that, yeah, he won these boxing matches, but he also won against, like, non-professional boxers. Right. And that if they were in their own fighting dynamic, they would have just turned the tables entirely. Here's the problem, though. I've heard a lot of different things about that. Like, they're not bad fighters. They're pretty nice. Jake Paul is specifically, too. Logan's kind of fat. But yeah. Jake Paul is, like, pretty damn tough. But... He still hasn't really fought anyone, so it's really hard to tell. If right. He's, like he's actually been fighting, like, these off-brand people. Yeah, and, and then he, like, when he goes to the gym, though, apparently when he fights, like, and he spars with, like, real people, he kind of gets his butt kicked. So yeah. maybe that's why. But he's getting paid to do it, so, like, we're all sitting here yeah. talking shit, promoting his fight pretty much on our podcast. It's working. Because <laughs> have, have either of you guys heard of Mad Dog? The drink Mad Dog? No, or... no, the... The amateur Chinese UF or uh, MMA fighter, Mad Dog. No, it sounds like a. I, uh, I not... So this man is wild. He basically put forward this thing because China, as a whole, like their government, put out this statement that everyone should learn a form of Chinese martial arts for uh, better life improvement and to be a skilled fighter and show strength in China. And he basically said, it's like, you know, I know it's not a Chinese martial arts, but I highly recommend MMA. It's very good for yourself, and it's also very versatile. And the Chinese government did not like that because MMA does not originate from China. And so they tried to shut him down for that, which then made him put out this open challenge that he would fight any grandmaster martial artist using MMA, and they can use their martial art of choice. And he has basically gone undefeated through hundreds of these martial arts grandmasters. Um, and China got even madder, so they just decked his social credit score. The man can't fly. He can't buy a car. He has to take public trains to every fight. Oh my um, goodness. He has to wear makeup to cover his face when he's out in public because he's not allowed to show his face in public under the 
Chinese social guidelines. Um, he no longer has a social media, and because of this, he's no longer allowed to record and upload his fights anymore. So they started taking all these fights he won and saying, it's like, no, he lost these ones because there's no recording as proof anymore. And he's basically beaten just about every Chinese martial arts grandmaster there is. And he's like extended the invitation to the other surrounding Asian countries and just like globally in general. Any grandmaster martial artist is welcome to fight him. And like all the other ones are just like, no, we know that MMA beats us. We just do this for like the lifestyle purposes. We aren't here to fight and prove we're the best. <laughs> but <laughs> China is so hellbent on it. And that, that's why they're releasing another Ip Man movie. To try and like double down on tradition. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this, but the entire Ip Man franchise was trying to say that uh, Chinese martial arts is superior, and it was to compete with the Bruce Lee movies. Uh, that so, makes a lot of sense. Because all of Bruce Lee's movies were made in America under his American Actor Guild, and so to combat that, the Ip Man franchise was made to act as like this pro Chinese martial arts propaganda. Wait, you said Never mind, I take that back. I was just reading the Wikipedia article for it actually and I misread something so dumb. So now like he does he, he just doesn't he fights him still, but like he has to pretend he's not. He has to, like, wear entire face makeup when he goes out in public. Right. And they've been trying to set it up, too, where it's, like, they're trying to wear him out. So they'll schedule one fight for him, and then he has to take, like, a 19-hour train ride. And the second he gets off the train, he's got, like, 20 minutes to get to the dojo to his next fight. And their whole plan is, like, he'll just exhaust him, and he's still undefeated. And the best part is he's not even considered, wow. like, that good of an MMA fighter. <laughs> he's actually amateur dog shit at best. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fact that MMA as a fight style is so versatile, it has a way to beat every other martial it's, art. Especially, is... yeah, especially people who, like, really are, like, proficient in each different thing. Because there's some MMA guys who can just get schooled. Like, this Ben Askren guy who fought uh, Jake Paul, he mm -hmm. was... A three-time NCAA college wrestler uh, champion. He was a two-time Olympic gold wrestler. Mm -hmm. He's like the grappling expert. You got in the ring with him, and it was essentially known as long as he got his hands on you, you're done. Like yeah. He's going to take you down to the ground. He's going to submit you. He's going to choke you out. You're done. So we waited until he's retired, and then he challenged him to a boxing match. And it's like, okay, well, his he one skill he didn't have was yeah, boxing. He's not a boxer. He showed up to the fight fat. Yeah. Like you can see, he's got like like the like uh, like chubby handles above his mm -hmm. like thing on the side, and then all of a sudden he walks in there and like what two minutes into the fight, not even gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Those chubby handles would have helped him in. God. grappling Jeez, right yeah if you, you put a heavy movie. object on someone they're going down <laughs> <laughs> so like that's the whole thing with martial arts is it a, a lot of times martial arts are like this you know master of one while mma is like a jack of all trades right so you don't master any of the separate martial arts but you know enough other martial arts that counter it because a lot of martial arts work like rock paper scissors Karate can beat Taekwondo, and Taekwondo can beat Judo, and Judo can beat Karate, but it doesn't go the other way around. Hmm. Karate requires distance between you, where Judo is the complete opposite. Second the dude gets close to you, there's no karate move that gets you away, and so you're done. <laughs> Interesting. Oz, have you ever been in a fight? Well, remember, we, we were trying to queue up a fight club back in high school, so I almost fought our very good friend, Philip. But, uh... Nice. <laughs> we still should put that, that on the would have, Yeah. That would that was the closest that I ever got to a, a, a paper pay-per-view fight. Um, um we actually sent you remember we I think Tilly, you were my my hype man. You like sent the paper around the class and was like, Who would you bet on to win? Yeah, and we had like schedule this five really bucks hard. on me or something. Yeah, dude, I was trying to put this this fight on hard. Um to give Connor some context here. So Haas is like Oz, how tall are you? Five eight. I'm your size. I'm I'm my size. truly like size. five six, five seven. Yeah, yeah. He's like about my size. 
Maybe like a buck um, sixty, buck sixty-five. Yeah, so I, I got a little. I got like twenty pounds on Hosni. Mm-hmm. You're like Phillips, like your height, maybe even a little taller and a little lighter. Okay. He's also Romanian. Oh, <laughs> also, it's gypsy. Just bigger, <laughs> all around. He's, he's just he's just a big guy. He yeah. is, but he's also kind of like clumsy, in a way. He thinks he could fight, but I don't know. I always put my money. I can't wait till he hears this. Trip and fall on someone and win. I hope he does. <laughs> you know who you are. My tendon. My tendon, Philip. If you know, I am still challenging you to this fight. I will up the ante officially here on this podcast to ten dollars. <laughs> All right, I got I got big money now, boys. So we're going in. I think I think now that we know the true cost of healthcare, I think it might have to go a little higher than that. Did uh, did I ever tell you? I I can't remember if I told you about the uh, the what would we call it? It was like the uh, fight for hire service. Me and like three buddies trying to get going in high school. Oh my god. Just to go be like jump people, pretty much. Yeah, we'd be, you. You'd hire oh us, and Lord. we'd follow you to a fight and back you up, kind of. Oh, deal. that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, Just back you up. So we did it once because we we'd gotten in a few fights before, and afterwards we we're just like, "Wow, this went great." We should do this for money. <laughs> You're good at this. Yeah, it was a horrible idea because it was just in the long run, it did not really go that great. But the first thing we went to was we convinced the guy to hire us, and we went to it. And, like, right out the bat, uh, one of the people on the other side busted out a, uh, like, a little miniature steel bat. Oh, jeez. Clocked my friend in the side of the face and dislocated his jaw. What the fuck? Wow. It's just like, oh, fuck. And so after that fight, it's just like, you know... You sure you still want to do this? I can't cock. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> all right, let's take off. you to a doctor. <laughs> Jesus. And, like, wire his jaw shut, and for a week, it's just like, you sure you still want to do this? Yeah, man, I still want to do this. <laughs> can't even open his mouth. He's like, you gotta... I want to do this. <laughs> let's get That's another game. Hey, Oz, remember, remember we had that terrible game, the slapping game? And then I, I ruptured your eardrum. Yeah, you <laughs> ruptured my eardrum. But damn, we traded some heavy slaps. Why don't you explain it for the, for the kids at home? No, I don't even remember how it started. Who did the first slap? It was, was definitely it you. Yeah, I would never come up with a dumbass game like this. I was like, all right, no you can slap me back. was the premise. Gotta go just right, smack you your get... buddy as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. It's like birthday yeah. punches. So, um, the final one, which ended it, um, I was just sitting in the lunchroom, eating my lunch, and from behind me, Oz slaps me in the ear, comes to my ear. I'm like, oh, damn, that was a good one. He's like, ha, oh, I got you. I'm like, what? I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> So I went to the doctor, and he was like, all right, we got to close this up. And he grabs it closed. And then a week later, uh, Varsity Lacrosse starts. I get put in for, like, the last couple of minutes of the game on defense. And then it was at Judge Memorial at their great field over there, uh, their stadium. And this guy rips his shot, hits me in the same ear, ruptures my ear again. It was just a I'm bad. on the ground. It's bleeding. And then a month goes by, and then I get in an argue with my sister, and she straight up slaps me, just like you did, Oz. From the back, <laughs> I'm on the computer, and she ruptures my other eardrum. And I'm like, I'm back at the END. And the guy's like, dude, you gotta stop coming in here, man. Swear earmuffs. <laughs> Don't swear <laughs> <in> earmuffs. <laughs> Jay, we lost you there for a second. I used to always threaten to kick Haas on the knees if I ever got in a fight with him. That was going to be my go-to. Now I'm wondering if it needs. I need to switch that to the uh, cup-to-ear slap. Oh, that's how I won most fights. Was uh, I wore stainless steel uh, or steel-toe boots, 
all the time. Oh, yeah, I got some still toe docks, and uh, every time we went to fights, because that's the whole thing with the guy with the bat. It's just like, oh, you're first, and um, he kind of had a, a come to Jesus moment when he struck my friend and saw like heard and saw the jaw just shift. And I think he was trying to comprehend what he just did, and I just took that as an opportunity to pummel him with boots to bone. <laughs> Jeez. Um, we had one situation where we were, like, totally outnumbered, and I just took one guy to the side and, like, told everyone, it's like, look, we can do the fight, but I'm not going to fight any of you. I'm just going to continue to pummel this lanky guy oh, fuck. until you stop and he's just they're just like no no we're not gonna do that and so i started and the guy's like already given up it's like this is your first warning i'm gonna continue until you leave until you are out of my line of sight right and they're just like no you're not gonna do it and so i continue to do it and by this point the guy is like bleeding there is blood on my shoes it's just like i don't want to fight you but I will gladly continue kicking the shit out of this guy until you leave. And they finally is just like, you know what? We're good. And they left. <laughs> Dude, there was a hockey match actually that did. You just reminded me of this actually. That was like, you said that like you like immediately show up to fight. There was a hockey match that they just like the second the whistle blew, the three dudes that were right next to each other on the circle all just like dropped gloves, all <laughs> grabbed each other and just started like That's why you beating, go to hockey games, beating man. Beating each other's face like the immediate this immediately the second the puck drops. Mm-hmm. And uh I was watching the video, I thought it was pretty funny and I opened it and it's got this Top comment that's like, yo, watch the one dude that doesn't fight anyone and go back. And it's this giganticest dude. It's this guy named Chara in the hockey league. I don't know if you guys know much about hockey, but he's like the biggest enforcer, biggest, baddest dude. He's only mm-hmm. been in a few fights. And like when he gets in fights, they don't break up the fight by like trying to get him away. They pretty much just try and tackle and cover the person he's fighting in hopes that they like don't get their their face beat in yeah so oh all my the teammates start fighting and the dude that was supposed to be like lined up next to him is like on the other side of the rink and Chara like skates up to him is kind of just like nodding his head like do you want to fight and the guy's like trying so scared to like get away from him just being like no dude no 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 i don't want like anything to do with this <laughs> runs away <laughs> jumps back in the bench and i was like oh boy and fights lasted for like two minutes mm-hmm. after that too. A couple guys got their faces slammed in the ice and kind of got out of hand. Yeah, I know that was one thing I always learned about fighting is that um, the easiest way to win when you're outnumbered is just to break their morale. If you decimate one of their good buddies, they don't really want to fight you anymore. That happens a lot of times. They just want to get their buddy out of there. That's kind of the plot line of like a lot of those movies, though. Like I'm thinking back to even like um, the Christmas movie, the like you'll shoot your eye out movie. Mm-hmm. And there's the kid that's always picking on him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's always getting bullied, and then the one time he like Ralphie just like gets on top of him and like beats the living shit out of him, mm-hmm. and ever all the other kids like run off all scared. Yeah, well that's. Haz, are you taking notes, by the way? This is really important A great thing, too, is that if they it ever is, bring a absolutely. girl with them, if they ever bring a girl with them, it's so much easier. Don't get her boyfriend. Get, like, her boyfriend's friend. Because then it breaks two morales. Because, one, dude doesn't want to see his buddy getting beat up, but he also doesn't want his girl to see his buddy getting beat up, and the girl doesn't want to see someone getting beat he up. He also doesn't want to get beat up in front of his girl, most likely. Right. That's not fun. Because that's, that's the easiest part is that if they ever bring a girl, a girl's going to want to leave and then try and get them to leave too. Always. So that's at least like one person out of the picture if they bring a girl with them. Yeah, for sure. I think I think the, the note that I'm I'm triple underlining is bring bring a mini aluminum bat. That was my that was my takeaway. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> the I'm taking pocket bat. Pocket yeah. bat and steel toe boots, my man. Actually, I had a note in here that's too funny because I have one in here that's how would you cheat in a street fight? <laughs> you can't cheat in street fights. Snap. That's true. Fuck. I'm just happy that all of us have wives and girlfriends so that we don't get in this situation. <laughs> oh, you, don't, you don't need to defend your wife's honor, Janae? 
I was gonna say that might get us in the situation. No, my 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 wife would definitely say, "Stop! Don't do that. Let's go." Of course, but when my wife isn't there, that's when I'm more likely to get into a fight. My wife got mad at me because I broke up a bum fight at the beginning of COVID. How 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 did you? How did you end up in that situation? I have a video of it, actually. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say it, though. I don't need to like try to get the whole video sent. I showed up to Smith's, and like there's, I get out of the car, and everybody's staring in just one general direction. And I don't mean they're all like looking at the door or something. Everyone's like halfway to their car, stopped in the middle, and all like looking at this one thing. I kind of go over... And see that it's just these two guys screaming, yelling, punching each other in the face super hard. And one dude gets away and he's like trying to just be like, I'm not going to fight you anymore. I'm not going to fight you anymore. Like, just leave me alone. And the other guy just has this look on his face of like the devil in his eyes and was just going back. But the irony is the dude who's running away being like, I don't want to fight you anymore was socking the other dude in the face so many times. And the dude who was getting his face punched in so many times just kept going back for more and back for more. Finally, I went over, and I was like, hey, guys, break it up. They kept fighting again, and we kind of yell at them, like me and this other dude decide, like, all right, cut it out, you guys. We'll call the cops or something. They get away for one second, and the guy goes and runs and gets in his van and... The second guy, the guy who's getting his face beat in, comes and jumps through the passenger window of this dude's van and starts trying to swing on him as he's backing out. We pull the guy out of the van. We're like, back up. Don't do that. He somehow ran to the other side of the van, pulls the guy out of the driver's side van of the car, and they get into this, like, their hockey bike. Like, they're literally, like, Mm -hmm. in a hockey fight, like, holding each other by the shirt and just, like, socking each other in the faces. But the one dude, dude number two, is just missing still and just getting punched repeatedly so many times in the face, just blood everywhere. And they wouldn't stop. And finally, me and the other dude just kind of looked at each other and had that, like, idea. We both jumped in and both grabbed one, ripped him apart. One dude, like, ripped the other dude's shirt off and, like, kicked a huge dent in his car. We had to hold him back and, like, force the one dude to get in his car and drive away and finally drove off. And I sat there, like, mouthing with the second dude, like, what the fuck is your problem, guy? Like, there's fucking kids all over around here and you're just going to be sitting here, like, jumping into people's cars, punching their faces. Then I came home and I was like, babe. I broke up this bum fight <laughs> at the Smiths. This was like a week into COVID. She was and like, that was the last what? thing she wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you did what? And I was like, yeah, I kind of have it on film too. Do you want to see it? She's like, no, fuck you. Like, why? what are you doing? Huh? Oh, no, oh, no. Like, I don't need these bums in the community out here fighting at the Smiths parking lot. You, that, that reminds me, Till, you could have a whole section of this podcast dedicated to moments you treated your partner like a fraternity brother. That is exactly what? that moment. What? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're probably right. There's a few situations that my girls got me out of doing dumb choices. I mean, when those riots started in like downtown with the archery guy and stuff, I saw that, and it's just like, oh, this is my time. And it's like, pocketed my pistol and made my way to the door. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, I honestly don't know, but Good idea. <laughs> I'm committed at this point. And she's just like. Put it away. Go to your computer. Just do something. She's else. like, chill. She's like, chill, Kyle Rittenhouse. Chill. Chill, Kyle, chill. I just said something like the back of my head. It's like, maybe I can, like, execution style a cop because this thing isn't even, like, an accurate gun. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Connor. five feet away. Oh, my God, Connor. It's like a little PP Walter, uh, like, James Bond pistol knockoff. My, I think best time I get. Hot, not to do stuff is I have a bad sense of like when people start doing dumb shit in public that I like kind of I don't know I start talking shit and a lot of times my wife will be like just shut the fuck up and I'm like yeah you're probably definitely right I probably shouldn't be just like mouthing off <laughs> so many 
do, times. do pull people like drive like not just a little bit bad, but people like almost swerve and hit people. And I pull up next to them and I'm like rolled down window, just staring at them. Like, I just want to talk shit to them. Just yeah. be like, what were you thinking, dumbass? And she's like, God damn it. Just roll your fucking window. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't need to harass this person. Hans is too calm. I'm too calm. I've been caught in situations like that, but you're right. Aaron definitely does not abide anymore. That's what two hours of meditation a day will do for you, though. Oh, little hippie boy. I love it. Yeah, that didn't work for me. I actually got recommended music therapy for my anger issues, and the only thing that worked for a while was Wu-Tang. As ironic as that sounds. Nate told me he like the most happy thing he's ever got recently was a baby monitor, and I was like, "Oh, you old boys." Hello. Hello. Can you hear us, Janine? Are you back? Are you alive? We're getting disconnected here. Uh oh. Tell us about the baby monitor, Janine. Are you so happy about it? Does just it a moment. Just your a moment. King? I wonder we might not have Haas either. I'm here. What were oh, what yeah. were you saying, Jay? Somebody you, remind you of something? You got the uh you just got so happy about your baby monitor. Oh yeah. I was so happy about the baby monitor because we didn't have to take turns. And I was like, This is so awesome. And it has like the night vision, it has like a skylight in it and um it, it we can talk to the baby through the monitor too. It's a video, and and we lost him <laughs> in the other room. Hey, Janae, we're having a little connection issue. I actually want to tell you about something really, really important, though. Please, I found a brick in my front yard this morning. Oh, dude! Thank God you it? you got it. I got your brick. Now I'm going to keep it here in the studio, and I'm hoping it will help boost our connection because I will have, you know, a contact through brick mail. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. It will be here sitting on my shelf in the background. <laughs> Collapses his oh, shelf. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I got, I, I, I got a wacky Vegas story Let's hear that it. I just remembered. So um, I was like... How old was I? I was 20, okay? And uh, me and my brown friends decided to go down to Vegas. But I'm like, well, shit, I can't gamble. I can't go to any clubs. I can't do anything fun if I don't have an ID. So I asked one of my buddies who moved from New York to 35. I'm like, hey, man, uh, can I borrow your ID? I'm trying to get to clubs. He's also brown. So he's like, yeah, sure, here you go. So I lost the ID, but uh, I got some use out of it. <laughs> Um, I went there to my first Vegas club. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so excited. It was at Omnia. I'm like, oh dude, this is sweet. Steve Aoki's resident DJ. He was playing. I'm like, holy crap, this is awesome. I get in there 10 minutes later. I'm like, dude, like everybody was feeling the music and the vibe, you know, like tripping, definitely doing more substances. And um, I look in my corner and I see this Asian dude getting a blowjob from this very harsh looking uh latina prostitute <laughs> and she's just like going like deep throat and i see like uh security guards there no one stopping them he's going he's so into it like i don't i don't know I don't, he didn't look Amer american it looked like he was just came to vegas for fun and yeah he was just getting a blowjob in the middle of the thing i'm like what is he gonna do when they finish i'm like i don't even want to sit at the same bar with these people yeah, but if she's got the dick all the way in her mouth, there's no public nudity. Damn, yeah, he's got that, a uh, point there. <laughs> he's got a really good point. Security's waiting until she comes up for air, and they're gonna get him for public nudity or something. <laughs> Jesus. Right, and it's it's a Steve Aoki concert, so like a lot of people are flashing Steve Aoki. Oh my god, that Vegas doesn't. So care. no, not at all. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, so that was that was my first story in experiencing Vegas Jeez. as it really was, and then I lost the ID. I and 
stop. Stop. We really lost you there. Yo, Jay, you're cutting out too bad, and I'm going to break the bad news right now, actually, that we are at our hour mark, so I think we're losing you too much, and we might bookmark your second Vegas story for next time. Okay, cool. It was it was a super quick one. Oh, I'm sorry. We just could not hear a single of any of the last words you said. But, um, oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um Hazi boy, thank you for coming and joining us. Do you have any any words of wisdom to send us off? Um, stay fresh and always carry a metal bat. Kind of what I what I got from this conversation. Good dude, that's really. I'm glad we're out here helping people. I mean, we're we're prepared for nothing podcast. So I mean, if you weren't prepared before, now you are prepared to go get a metal bat. Um, sneak peek. Uh, check out. Little rhinestone cowboys, rhinestone fat boys knockoff project we got coming here soon. <laughs> More details to come, and uh, <laughs> we will talk to you guys next next few days. Bye. See you. Bye.